Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Amar the Fighter. I'm JD. I'm playing Keela the Beastmaster. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Sanagar the Witch. And I'm Zach, your Dungeon Master for this session. And this is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ChimeraCast. bend down as I'm heading in, because I imagine I have to crouch a little bit, right? Yeah. You would stick by me. Garrett, you follow up in the rear. Awesome. This isn't hard to navigate. I imagine Amar is bringing up the rear and that. Yeah, I, yeah we, we goaded him into, into pouting, I think, at the yeah, back. Behind. Well, no, Garrett's taking up the rear. Oh, yeah, Garrett's behind Amar. Well, he's yeah, behind Amar, Amar is the last humanoid, and then Garrett. Perfect. Uh, Amara is very quietly holding court to uh, Garrett about how much of a coward he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett is just like snap, 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 snap. Like he's just clicking along. Like no, here's the, here's <laughs> here's what this beat is: is you're like talking, just like absentmindedly to Garrett, who you're like anthropomorphi- uh, uh, anthropomorphizing, right? And it's like, and then you're like, I'm just I, I just don't get. It. And he's like, leans in like super close, and he's like. And you're like, ah. <laughs> you like, exactly. like run up a couple steps. I also just love that he's a chicken shit too. So like, you guys probably like la- that click was probably like a recognition of like you're not chicken, we're not chickens. That's just so much said in one click. Yeah, where where does this lead? I guess Let's yeah, just like, yeah. If the the camera were to zoom out and to see you in a like two D side scrolling adventure type of thing. You would be just kind of plunging slightly deeper into the earth, this right? Is literally darkest dungeons. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking Dig Dug. I don't know what that <laughs> says about us. <laughs> the Dig Dug scenario. That's what you're seeing from a side view. You guys are just kind of moving further and deeper into this. As we zoom back into your perspective as the torchbearer, it's basically just a straight hallway. Eventually, you start coming up. You probably come up on the first one. It's literally just a small side alcove, not more than seven eight feet deep it just has a stone slab made for basically resting as you as you walk you guys probably walk for about an hour or two and it's just a it's just off to the side um you walk for another hour or two you see another one um and i like kind of shuffle back and the torch just like flies right in uh sanagar's face should we keep going how fucking long have we been down here my back's starting to hurt and I don't feel like anything's changing up ahead. I mean, it has to lead somewhere, right? What the fuck would anybody make this for? And then I, like, <laughs> like move the torch, like, past Danagar over to Amar. Like, Amar, what, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> so that we've passed, like, two or three of these things? Yeah. Let's say about every hour you pass one. So you've passed three of them. You just passed the third. It's the only thing you've seen is a change in this hallway. Are there any, like, markers? Like, sort of, like, mile marker kind of things? There aren't any kind of mile marker things, no. Okay. Does it feel like we're getting deeper into the earth? If you've, like, I've never gone in a coal mine, but I assume the farther down in a coal mine you go, you can feel the atmospheric pressure increasing, or what The temperature price would drop. Yeah, that too. Like, are we noticing, like, is there a noticeable change in the climate as we're... We've been walking for three hours. Yeah, yeah. You've been walking into it, for sure. You definitely feel like you've gone deeper into the earth. Yeah, you do feel like you've gone deeper into the earth. But it doesn't feel as... And you know it can't... We can't have... Like, we haven't gone down that much. You know, it's been a slow incline. There's no way we're, like, you know... A slow bottom. incline for three hours, though, is, I mean, we're wa- we've walked a long way, right? Yeah. I mean, even slow going at this point, it's a couple miles. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, isn't most people's walking pace like four miles an hour or three and a half miles? Yeah, but I just figured yeah. that we're like crouched a little bit. Like yeah. it's not comfortable to move, except <laughs> maybe for Sanagar. I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. Should we rest here? Perhaps, well, in this Fulton creepy place. 
He's scared. I mean, we can lay down for a minute. It's fine. I think when you talk about resting, Ilric kind of like almost takes the lead. It's like slides forward. Doesn't want to stay down in here. Right. Well, Ilric's voting to get the fuck out of this creepy place. And quite frankly, I think I agree with him. So I think we just keep pushing on. Listen, it was dripping water up there. And who knows if this whole place is going to come down. We can't be that far. How fucking long can this be, really? We've been walking for hours now. It's to our benefit to keep going forward. Turning around now is ridiculous. Who said anything about turning around? And Amar's going to stomp off and <laughs> just keep Are going. Like the pushing way. past us? I picture or this like being pushing, a narrow hallway. Uh, oh. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you can push past them if you, unless you oh, want to be really you. like kind of shoulder rough with them. No, but I think he will like push things ahead. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we keep going. You guys go on for about another hour, and Eelric starts to kind of perk up as you cross a threshold into a room that has two staircases, one that goes steeply down. I'm thinking of, like, those staircases that were made in ancient times that now you'd have to walk, like, sideways down, you know? Like, basically, like, you're climbing a sheer face, kind of, but it's like someone actually tried to groove it out for you, and the other, the other goes straight up. Shit. Well, that looks like the way out. Yeah, I'm kind of just upset that this downward direction exists. If if you give me a few moments, I may be able to determine the direction that we need to go. Oh, all right, sure, I guess. Heck yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And I I like sit down next to Ilric and probably give him a dungeon or like a a salted fish. Because he's probably a hungry boy at this point. Oh, yeah. He's been working more than yeah. you guys. Awesome. Amar settles down, crisscross applesauce with his legs, lung terror held in his hands in front of him, and prays to Hagesh. And I'm going to use the move that I multiclassed into, which is the Paladin's Quest. So when you dedicate yourself to a mission through prayer and ritual cleansing, state what you set out to do. This is going to be find the Tusk of Sorrow. Uh, My two boons, one is going to be an unwavering sense of direction to the Tusk of Sorrow. And then I've got a question for you, Zach. Does Amar remember what kind of powers that the the Tusk of Sorrow wielded? Because I remember you, so they were like sorcerers, right? The Tusk of Sorrow is not specifically sorcerers. They do have a like, sorcerer. Uh, okay. They do. They they there is one in their stead. You're you're looking for an. Uh, are you thinking about an immunity to that? Because I'm. I've got an immunity that I'm kind of into. Well, okay. No one can control you. Oh yeah, that's cool. So like freedom from enchantment. Yup. Cool. And then you. Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it seems a little subtle for for Amar, but. <laughs> I I have I have a stake in this, so I don't really have that strong of an opinion. I I think that's what I'm interested. In. I'm interested in that being your immunity because it is doubling down on what I see as Hamar's stubbornness and his unwavering sense of direction that you're playing into that. That you have a mission, and that no one can manipulate you to like. I would almost say I forget if I. I wish there was like a um what's the what is it called for the beastmaster the the bad thing for their for their creatures? Oh, their uh their quirk, their quirk. Like I wish there was like a quirk to it which would be like if I I would be interested in like if someone did something counter to what you were hoping for, you might la- like lash out at them or something. Oh, but yeah. you know, like that's what I feel like this this is happening if you're dedicating yourself to is that it's it's cloistering you and protecting you mm-hmm. from the straying from the path. It, you've kind of positioned this in a really right. strong way, right? And then you will tell me what vow or vows are required of me. Do you want to? Oh look yeah. At list? Oh yeah. I love these things. Valor, suffering an evil creature to live. What's the valor one do? So he cannot. Oh, that suffer is. That's just what that yeah, means. I thought yeah. it was like valor, and you can't oh, let yeah. a. Uh, but a Amar opens his eyes and stands up, stretches a little bit, and then points in whatever direction the Tusk of Sorrow is in and says, that way. The way you want to go is down. That is that is the direction 
in which you are supposed to go. Amar gets, he says confidently that way and then gets to the top of the stairs is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, shit. I was kind of afraid he was going to point that way. <sighs> and Kila like looks back up. I think at that same time as you're looking, Eelric has already kind of moved up like the first few stairs up. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to kneel down and like pet uh, Eelric for a little bit and like scritch right behind his, in his, his tentacles, which is, you know, how he likes it. And just kind of like whisper sweetly to him and kiss him a couple of times and, and then sigh and stand up and be like, we've got to go this way. I'm sorry, love. And yeah, I grab the torch and we start heading down. Yeah. You're probably right alongside me. Cool. As you guys head down, Amar, you kind of feel a kind of heaviness. Where do you keep lung terror? Down here, I'm probably carrying it. Like uh, over your shoulder? Yeah. Somewhere where I don't have to like unstrap, you know, like it's just ready to go. Cool. You feel it kind of like heavily start to sit on your shoulder as if weighing you down, not wanting you to go. Will you roll, uh, what is that move called? Oh, heirloom? Yeah. Ten. You are struck by a vision, and it's kind of a little bit of a, uh, associative, uh, I think that's the word I want, like free, free associative vision, right? You see yourself going upstairs, and then you're immediately clipped back in time and you see that snake that you guys have just killed you see a muscular man jumping at it at its face and just digging its eye out and just pulling it from the tendons as he's kind of as one of its fangs just cuts into his leg but he's like laughing and like pulls the snake's eye clean out and falls to the ground as the snake slithers and retreats you see the man present the eye to a kind of fuzzy figure. You can't quite make them out. An exchange is made. Then you see the man sit and wait and wither. And he lives his life out and he dies. And then you see him kind of like transition into becoming a statue. And then it's the, the sequence of the vision comes back to you walking up the stairs. And you coming into the light of the sun. And you see a waterfall. You see that statue sitting there waiting for you. Uh, for some of our folks in a collar and elbow tie-up position. So we're talking like it's got its its arm reached out. Uh, as if enticing you to lock up, as it were. I think Amar was... Uh, I guess he's going first down these steps. And uh, he just stops. Turns around. What is it? I think... Lung Terror wants me to go up the stairs. What the fuck? You said we were supposed to come down here. Now you say we're supposed to go up there. Well, Hagesh told me to go downstairs. And Lung Terror is telling me to go upstairs. What the fuck does any of that mean? Hagesh is the god of war. Lung Terror is... He just holds up Lung Terror. (laughs) Just pick a direction. We've already started going down. Amar starts sort of shoving, like shuffling past up the stairs. All right. And then runs up the, like once they get back up to the level, up the stairs to the, like outside. Well, good news, love. I guess we're going the direction you wanted. (laughs) Ilric just is ecstatic to like (laughs) slither up these stairs. It does take a good bit of time to get up them, but... Finally, your tired feet reach the top and it plateaus. In front of you, you are met with a setting sun out far in front of you. And I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know how to quite describe this. This, is, this room is built into a cliff face. So you basically just get like the view in front of you that's carved out, uh, which I imagine is kind of a really long, thin rectangle with water flowing over it. That that's kind of what I what I wanted to give you. So you can't quite see outside e- right now. So are we it's obscured by the water fall? Okay, we're emerging out of the cliff face. Is that right? You're still inside 
Um, but the you can see like there's a room up here, but like, over you can see like outside. the swamp like, that we were window. the swamp that we were on is now up the cliff, and then we came down through the cliff and we're emerging from the cliff side. But there's a waterfall covering where we're coming out. Yes, I believe so. Yes, if I'm reading everything oh, correctly. Cool. For so then ahead of us is all on the level. So the 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 cliff is behind oh. us as we're leaving. Yes, ahead of you is not on the level though because the waterfall falls down as you guys approach it. You'll notice that it it sinks into a oh it like keeps going yeah the waterfall yeah you're not at the bottom of the waterfall okay. you're actually like near oh, like the a top. pool cool. yeah 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 and it like if you go over to this giant window you'll notice it's a a steep uh way down but inside of this room amar you will see that same statue that you saw in your vision as well as if i may just to take a take a little i'll take a little moment Writing emanating out from its feet in kind of a spiraling direction engraved on the floor and off to the far side next to the viewing area you see a giant chest and a symbol above the giant chest with the with a snake kind of coiled uh, but the chest itself is closed. Sinogar, do you know what the this writing, the script do you recognize it? Do I? I have the book of toad languages too. Spoutlar. The Book of Toad Languages will not help you. Here. Okay. Sorry. That was no no, that's that is just as important. If you as have regular books, I'm fine. If you have abstracted. That's a five. Who would be actually checking the waterfall? That'd probably be me, because I want to say yeah. of the situation. <laughs> Are there more stairs up from here or is this this is this, the this is the leveling out area? Cool. Okay. You look out into the waterfall. There's a little ledge that you can kind of climb out to to see uh, uh, beyond the obscure water. You gonna take that? Will yeah, yeah, of course. What you see in the valley below, and more what you hear in the valley below, shakes you to the core. Just the most uproarious and cacophonous whops, like seated throughout this lower greenland uh, and far in your vision you can see this single isolated tower i'm picturing uh the tower of isengard and the two towers when all the urukai are marching away from it but it's toad men hopping but they're not they're not hopping away right they're setting they're, they're set against okay. this tower oh well shit i'm probably gonna come back in Right. Yep. Right. All right. Um, I'm gonna find out what's in this chest. Uh, and then I'm probably gonna fuck off back home. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's about right. <laughs> I'm gonna go check out the chest. I just like ignore any kind of look that you guys give me. As you open the chest, you are met by what you've been waiting for. That jingle that jangle Ooh. take for the group if you want to share with anyone you got in front of you 300 pieces of gold this isn't your standard embossing is that the term i want to use these pieces these pieces of gold are embossed with like older signets and stuff like that like they have different gods or kings engraved into them there there are like multiple currencies not it, just there are a lot yeah okay cool if i'm gonna give you something this is a little bit ooc what does old peshite money look like is it you know does it have the the just like tusks on one side or yeah i just wanted to give you that to flavor it yeah i think that on one side is the face of a very youthful boy and on the other side is uh, like an elephant um, with six tusks, like three on each side. The, those are definitely amongst the coin that you see. What are the rest of you doing as Keela is seeing this golden chest? No, I have no idea what this says. I've never seen anything like this. Amar holds the like head of Lung Terror up right in front of his face and just looks at it long and hard. Thinks it's never done him wrong before slips it over his shoulder and you said this guy was like in a wrestling stance 
Yeah, like the the tie up, right? Where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, his hand will come behind your neck, and yep. Okay, Amar's gonna get down in like the opposite stance to him, but like putting his head like behind the like doing the the tying up with him. I don't know. Yep, defy danger plus wisdom. Eleven. What Sanagar and Kila see is Amar just tie up and just kind of stand there, frozen. What actually happens to Amar is that imagine someone slamming your head to the ground, but instead the ground doesn't hit, and you the right the world like tips over as they're sending you through. So they slam your head on the ground at a a seventy seventy like three fourths of the pie. So they're hitting your head as you tilt through the earth and under it to the other side. I've been that drunk before. (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping that in for sure because I know what you're talking about. (laughs) So that's what he hits you with. He's probably going to, after he slams your head into the ground, put his shoulder on the side of your chest, grab your arm, and just like twist it back in excruciating pain. Like so, he's, he's twisting the wrist, right? So the arm is the arm is just straight out. He's twisting the wrist back as he presses the arm on the side of the rib cage. Had enough? We've almost just begun, and he just twists. Hard. Come on, come on! Do you not have a little bit more left in you? Here, I'll give you a go. And he kicks you in the back of the he- back of the just in the center of the back, and kind of sends you flopping. Come on, for another tie-up. Come on, you can do it. Yeah, I mean, Amar gets up and. There we go. Does it again? Oh, like ties right ties, up. ties right up with him. And he just you see his muscles flex. It's probably a back and forth. Uh, he might like try and lift you up to try and slam you back, but I think the heft of your body, you're able to like bring him back down and almost just fall on top of him. Mm-hmm. That in the moment is probably when the camera would notice and you would notice you don't have any of your armor. You're both naked, and you're just fighting each other. Nice. You're on top of him, and you can just start wailing on his head if you want to. Does that sound good? Is that what do you think? I don't think you, that Amar would do that. What do you think right? do, Amar would do? Like just pen him. I'd like. Yeah, he's not a vindictive human being. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think like the honorable victory is cool. Yeah, had enough. Never, never. But he he kind of starts to try and wrestle from your grip. Oh, well, a true contender. He bucks you off, almost with ease, which is kind of scary in the sense of it feels like he didn't give everything that he had. Mm-hmm. But he throws you to the side. All's fair. You beat me in one-on-one combat. Well done. What you see in front of you, mirrored for what, kind of a, an abstraction of what Keela saw. You see a similar kind of like depression and in, in crater with a, a tower in the center. But then you just see thousands upon thousands almost unfathomably a bunch of bridges with souls walking across them you are still on the outside of the crater up at the top with this man you you see these souls coming across the bridges he's probably gone back and just sat on the edge like if you wanted to kick him off the edge you could Um, but he's just sitting with his legs draped over the edge of of this crater looking at all these souls marching and if you look down deep into the bottom of the crater, you see the strange, almost like lava-like formation slithering its way across to the left of the tower. So it isn't going to connect with the tower like all the rest of the bridges. It seems like it's destined for a path beyond that. You have three questions, and I realize I've kind of put you in a strange state. So if you want to waste, don't feel like you're going to waste money. If you're like, who are you? I, that's not a real question. Oh, I got you. Just three questions that I can ask this guy? Yep. You submitted him. What is your name? Oh. Do they not still know me up there? He actually looks downcast as he gets up from the side of the, the crater. My name is Floon. I am the first of the greatest men. You should read about me. Oh, I don't have any of my shit here. No, yeah, none. You're totally naked. And that vision that I saw of him taking the serpent's eye, was that black orb in the room? No. Those bridges in the valley below, what are they? Those are routes to death. 
I suppose you've never been, otherwise you'd recognize them. Roots to my death? No, these are roots to death for all people. I suppose you've never seen death. Death is whatever you want it to be. It can put on a mask or a costume for you, but it is just death. You do just go and meet it. What is that black line that runs through it all? You're talking about the one that's being generated? Yeah. The, like, lava kind of? Mm-hmm. That appears to be, in all my years, <laughs> a new bridge to somewhere else. You must have killed it then. Hopefully it doesn't come back. Oh, by the way, and then he just fucking kicks you in the head, and you, like, do the reverse 75-degree, like, back out, and yeah. get jutted away from the statue. Do you want to jump ahead in time, like just a yeah. brief, like couple of seconds or whatever, where basically yeah. I have scooped up this treasure into three bags. I hook two of them like to my pack. Right. Well, that's a deal. So I got you here and I think I'm good. Uh, here's his third. And I like toss it down. Hopefully he wakes up. I guess we're going to we're going to head back. Am I coming back to consciousness now, I guess? Or no? I want to hear Sanagar have like one beat with this and then I think. You know, then it's fine whenever, but wait one second. Listen, here's the map. It says that the flower's down there, but it's fucking suicide. So just hold on. <sighs> you're not going to convince me to go down there. Just hold on. Amar, you're a coward. Kill me now. I assume he just stands still in his. Ah, oh, thank the gods. What'd you say? Oh, all right. He's back then. Ah, hell. She wants to leave. Oh no, I'm I'm leaving. Wait, wait, wait. I I spoke to the spirit of the statue. I believe it is of great importance to that we continue into whatever's affecting these toad men, whatever dwells in that valley. I believe it's imperative that we stop it. Listen, I get that you have your own issues with needing to feel like a fucking hero, but I fucking don't. All right, listen, just walk out there, look past that waterfall, and tell me what you fucking see. Go on. Go the fuck on. Yeah, I do. Does it look like the what I saw in my vision? Similar? Or... What do you mean? In which... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yep, like, when you saw it from the perspective of uh, the bearded man with the staff, yeah. Mm-hmm. That you've known this. This is what you were kind of waiting to see. Okay. Well, whatever's building out there, you won't be able to run from it forever. Your pack mates. And uh, Amar scratches Ilric behind his ear. Or not his ear, but his eye stock. You know. His tentacle. Yeah. You're putting them and every other beast in this swamp at risk. The swamp's... Fo- I don't give a shit about the swamp. You're from halfway across the world. I'll go the other halfway. Shit, we go down there and we're all fucking dead. If you think otherwise, you're daft. Tell Senegal what you fucking saw. So basically it was like something diverting, like making a new bridge away from death, right? Or the Black Gate. It's also just an assload of toads, right? Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no. That, not, that's what not, you not, saw in your vision. Right. The assload of toads is what you all can see. But are they connected at all? No. no in a In a metaphorical sense, maybe, but like... They are. This is. This is. You saw Death's realm as a reflection of this realm. When you asked if he, if this was the same as in your vision, he was referring to your earlier. Oh, vision. sorry. The one with the the toad, the 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 man, the bearded man. That's what I with the tusk of sorrow. Oh, yeah. The original vision from your from lung terror. Too many old men visions. Um, <laughs> I understand. Uh, no, I meant. The the one I just had. There is a, let us say, a corollary. It used the world around you to explain the world of the dead to you in the way that th- in the way that death would do with your black gates. The you saw the machinations of death with I what you, you understood. Yeah, that's what I was kind of pushing towards. If that was unavailable it's or like, unlegible, dude like, just had like seven visions in the last like twenty four hours. So. <laughs> Ryan, do you have any other questions about 
Uh, moving forward with this, I'm trying to get make sure you have everything. Yeah, no, sure. I think I I think that clears it up. Yeah, um, sorry if there was a mis misunderstanding. That's cool. Go on, Falcon. Tell Sanago what you Falcon saw. There's a l- legions of frogmen down there. Right. And by legions, he means fucking thousands of them. So there's no way to get to that tower that's out there. You're dead. If you go out there, you're fucking dead. So you can go down the stairs and whatever, but I'm going back through that tunnel, past that dead, busted snake. I'm going home. I just made a shit ton of gold. Sorry. That's just the way that it is. With this, I can buy fucking safe travel anywhere in the world. I'm going. Are you good? Is that your alignment? But it should also be noted that it's pretty much only reflected in the way that I treat my pack. The good alignment is put yourself in harm's way for the sake of a pack mate. Like, it just that relates does. to how you treat your pack. Yeah, that does give you... I just chuck Ilric off the cliff. Whoa! <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> no, but it does wow. give you a rhetorical discourse. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. Because she loves all creatures, right? Like you. Right, no. I, I was yeah, trying I do want to text. stress that, like, JD does not want to leave this game. It's just, like, my character no, just made a yeah. shit ton of money and would yeah. want to leave. And I want you guys to convince me to, like... Yeah. You just have to find, like, a... I am good in character reason for me. Exactly. To say. I am so okay. uninterested in collapsing a tunnel, so please. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a thing. I've actually got an emotional beat about a, a coward clasping your <laughs> the hem of your fucking cloak and be like, no, we're going into the depths. I love it. Click, 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 click. But uh. if it has to come to that, that's what I'll do. But otherwise, please, humans. No, hold on. Fine. No. I I had a thing earlier. You were actually supposed to stay like in the in this in the trance for a little while longer. Oh, but it's fine. I actually really like it almost because I feel like Sanagar would be the type of well, dwarf to like have to sit and process like how do I communicate to other people that they're still useful and I need to use them still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more or less where we're at. You know, I only need one blood moon flower, right? And like she maybe stops and and. Turns back a little bit. You mean the flower that I told you wasn't fucking real? It's real. It's Come not. Fu- it's not fucking real. What the fuck? I've never seen one. And if you're telling me that it's down there, which I, I guess is where it's on the fucking map. But come on, you really think we can survive all that? Think about your reputation. <laughs> and how? It, think about it. Really, the money you can make now, and there is more money down there. You can ask anything you like. And hell, think about it. Nobody's ever seen it. All you gotta do is find a flower down there that looks like something nobody's ever seen. That's all good and fine, and maybe I'd do it if it was just me. But if I go down there to get killed, and get killed, which we fucking will, then the rest of me pack dies too. It's not just about money. I have a fuck ton of money now. You have 20 more gold pieces than you made this morning. Yeah, well, at least I got something to fucking show for it. If we go down there, I don't think we're ever coming back up. I'm not ashamed to say that it scares the piss out of me. Well, it's down there. I'm just not dumb enough to run into it. Then let her more run into it. You can stay in the back. It's what I'm good for. Listen, I fought with you, and you're a fucking good fighter. And I think you could take 10, 12... 14, well, about 20, 100, 200, 500. There's so many fucking toads down there. They could be made of fucking paper and we'd still lose. They'd still cut us to shreds. You can't be serious. Either of you. What's the game plan? Really, what's the strategy? We're just going to waltz down there and walk up and cross that land and go into that fucking tower and there's just going to be a flower there. Some fucking cult. Well, we have a gash on our side now. Much more likely to follow the money than a you know, fucking god. Well, then if you want this other hundred gold, I guess you're just going to have to come with us. If I may. Hmm. Now what do you got? Oh, I think he likes you now, right? That you guys had your heart to heart where he snapped in the air when you were just talking mindlessly to him for an hour. Oh, good? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I think that he just snaps. I'm actually into that. Does he maybe follow me a little bit as yeah. I set off? He like shuffles up next to you and like stands up on his back legs or whatever. Yeah, he he <laughs> he just like he he's like yeah, 
we can do this. Oh, and didn't we have the that like war song moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. like start singing or whatever. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I forgot he loves music. Yeah, he yeah. he, he loves and if nothing here else, it is on the here's how truth. you get to yeah. fucking feel yeah. it. Nope, yeah. this is it. This is finally it. Well, f- fucking shit, you traitor. You too. All right, fine, 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 fucking fine. We're going down there. But as soon as you two ripe fucks get your brains clicked out by some fucking toads, we're all leaving. I'm not carrying out your fucking suicide mission for you. I can't imagine I have much say after I'm dead whether you leave or stay. I'm uh, kind of afraid that that's not true, actually. (laughs) 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 Sanagar looks very capricious for a minute. That was what I meant. All right, fine. If we're going to fucking do this, though, we got to be quiet. We'll have to sneak past everybody that we can, which means torch out. The sun's going down. We can rest here for a little bit, and then we go. We have to move. All right? Yeah. I can be stealthy. Amar says as he clanks off to a corner to pee because he's scared. You guys make your way down the stairs, reach the plateau, and start going into the deeper stairs. And you're, like, leading the way, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But you have the torch, so I assume you're right behind me. Right, right. Uh, Amar turns uh, as they're walking through this tunnel to Kila and hands her a healing potion that he's dug out of his pack. What's this? A thank you uh, for coming with us. All right. You're welcome, I guess. And I just tuck it into one of my pockets. I don't intend for either of us to die here. Well, that's a fucking relief. You guys make your way down the deeper steps from the plateau. It starts to feel heavy as you trod further. Eventually, you get to kind of a a sharp turn. You know, you're going you're going down one way, and then just a sharp ninety degree angle towards the other. You see one more of those small little enclaves, little seven foot places for people to rest. Perhaps you notice it. Perhaps you just keep going on. At this point, you know what it is. You finally reach the bottom, and you come up to a lake. It's kind of weird to look at it, because there's water dripping from the ceiling, from the stalactites holding, and you watch as each drip hits the lake and scatters across it. This obsidian black matter. There's a small passageway like you could edge along the outside of the lake it would be perilous but not unnecessarily so if you had your footing about you then I suppose you just sit and watch a little bit as these water drips fall from the stalactites there are carved into the walls I should say all manner of mythical war men displayed on pikes what looks like gods coming down from the heavens to strike them. Everything in between. Almost like a history was written on these walls. Stacked on top of each other. Layered on top of each other. Omar's going to check these carvings out. Cool. You're just kind of leaning over and checking into them. You have the? Do you have the torch? Kila does. Kila does. Wait, are they down below me or are they They're around? They're up and around along the walls like... I'm just from what I can see in the candlelight. Do I recognize any scenes from them? You know, because like in the Ramayana and the Iliad, there's like very, very distinct scenes that would always be depicted. Are they like Hageshi? Roll spout lore. Uh, that's an eleven with a minus one. I'm, yeah. Yeah. So you roll a nat 12. That's pretty good roll. Yeah, that's all right. You see something you recognize. Um, As Amar sort of sees a couple of these, like, carved panels that he thinks he recognizes. <clears throat> Kila, may I see the torch for but a moment? Sure. And she hands it over. He sort of moves it so that he can get a clearer picture of all the carvings. This is the story of how man was made. There was once a great group of immortals 
They were all hungry for power and lusted after it. However, these immortals could not die nor kill each other. They became unfulfilled and away. Then you will see a figure that you may not know, but we will call him Avtal, who came to each civilization of mortals and offered them a bargain. Give up your immortality, and you will be given the power to create life, and with that a legacy. The immortals accepted, and man was created. What Avtal's gift was, in the truest sense, was the ability to create life. But the sacrifice was that they had to give up their immortal life. This is what you see inscribed on the walls that you're reminded of. Okay, I got you. Do I get the name Avtal from that? That's what I was going to say with that. I think that you you recognize the name Avtal. Is that That's the useful thing? Or yeah, yeah. Gotcha. The useful thing about that as well as probably that this is this cave. Oh, it's that old. This pool is dedicated to Avtal. This is, in a sense, his essence, his residual essence in these water. It's not, though. I believe this pool is dedicated to some ancient god. Did Sandigar ever tell Amar that he... Absolutely not. Okay. I didn't think so, but I didn't know if we had, like, had that conversation or not. No. Senegar, have you ever heard of Avtal? Keep that name from your lips. How much does your eye hurt right now? I think blood is trickling down around the rivers of m- mutated flesh around my eye. There is a hell. That comes from your breath, you peasant. Do not speak of Avtal. Seems like you hit a fucking nerve. I should think so. Your face is, uh, looks worse than it did in the tunnels below. Do you continue, Senegar? My king, my father's life requires that I go on. From those carvings, was I able to get sort of... I guess I don't want to be so crass as to say, like, the alignment of Avtal, but sort of, like, I guess this is a sacred place of his. It probably is portraying him in a pretty positive light. Yeah, that's 100% what's happening here. Avtal created man. Yeah. Do you know something about this, then, Sanagar? Something you're not telling us about what's up ahead? What we're dealing with? I have no idea what we're dealing with. I know things... About old gods, about old religions. And Avtal is nothing to be trifled with. And certainly not to be spoken of so flippantly. What do you know about it then? Some sort of evil toad god? No, Avtal is not a toad god. Avtal was the progenitor of mortal life. Avtal made man. Think you have a better temple then, I guess. Amar starts laughing a little bit. I will say it just because it's kind of in the face of these two mocking Avtal. You feel a call like right from the lake that's asking you to come into it. Sanagar grits his teeth. This has fallen into disrepair and in due time will be restored. But see the dwarves then. If you made man, shouldn't you fucking hate him? According to the stories, it's we're pretty much the reason that you all fucked off. Unfortunately, languages failed me. By man, I meant mortal beings. Dwarves and humans and elves. Oh, fuck. You think elves are real, too? Oh, shit. All right, let's get out of this fucking place. I'm going to fucking lose it. One moment. The lake reveals itself to you in an obsidian path. Right, it gets real firmed up, as it were. Firm? It's almost as if two waves crashed into each other and froze into place. They are stuck there, but... 
around them. They created right like frozen black glass on which you could walk. And Sanagard does. You make your way through this lake and get to about the center of it. Roll plus wisdom. Nine. Sanagar, do you have like robes or anything like that like that you'd have to pull up? It's a bear pelt. It's a bear pelt. So you're just kind of watching where you're going. What do you mean? Like in the sense of like I didn't know if like you had. No, they're n- I don't have to hike them up. Yeah. I, I come from a place with lots of snow. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's impractical. Yeah. Right. Totally. You keep making your way out and I think it feels almost natural. You're scaling around these weird obsidian structures that feel like ice, like things you used to scale back in the fjords, back in the, well, the further reaches into the mountain. Eventually, you're subtly making your way around a berg, and then you just fall in. You slip. You didn't know where you were going so much as you just had confidence that you could make it there. You fall into this lake. You see every potential vision of your death insofar as it goes that you might see the death in which you will use this hold. Take one hold. You can use it to, yeah, add a, add a boon to uh, a roll that might not otherwise put you in peril. I imagine the rest of you the rest of you probably make your way around as Sanagar is washed up. By the most gentle of tides, you probably see him doing the dead body float in the water for a while. And I imagine, who who's grabbing it? Amar? I assume you're grabbing Sanagar? I was actually going to spend a adventuring gear to use a rope to like lasso him. Cool. Love it. I absolutely love it. So Kila hauls... Sanagar out of the lake, correct? I think Amar picks him up when you she gets him out of the lake by like the scruff of his robes and holds him out at arm's length. I believe you know more of this Arbtal than you're telling us. We go into danger. If you have some hidden knowledge, now is not the time to keep it from us. I think you've grabbed him by the the bare lapels. Yeah. And his human, dwarven, eye is rolled back into his head. This black water is running around the stone that's stuck into his skull. What do you want to know? What does Avtol want here? His shrine rebuilt. Are you here to give it to him? No. Does his face or, like, eye look any better after his little swim? What eye? Like, your, like, fucked up face. No. 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 Okay. I think of anything, actually, though. Claret is glowing. Oh, Frost on on the other end of this line, baby. (laughs) I was going to give you three questions if you wanted it. I don't know why. Me? No, just in general. Us, right. We've done two of them. Yeah, I, I, this wasn't, you know, a thing. It was just, I just drowned in big old letters in the lake of my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a bit of a, I'm in a bit of a trance. I was going to give you guys a, a moment of vulnerability. I want to ask why you're here, actually here, but I don't know that Mar has enough guile to like. So I've been actually thinking about that too, because I think feel like it's bullshit right because i like that's my bond with you is that you're a fool on a fool's errand so i think i would have always been like suspicious of your mystical flower thing which i told you is not real i may not answer a question that direct well right that's what i mean right yeah, so it's yeah. also like I'm and i mean I, interesting yeah this is i mean this is a scene that i'm 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 orchestrating a little bit but i was trying to give you guys an opportunity to just no i think it's good all right, so you're not here to rebuild the temple, but you're here for something else other than the flower, aren't you? It's a little convenient that you know about this god. I am here for... Ah! 
as the his eye like starts glowing really bright, his dwarven eye like rolls back center and he just grasps at his head. Amar, do you like drop him or anything? Yeah, I think I just drop him just straight down back into the water, into the like shallow water. Sadagar is kneeling in the shallows of this lake and just clutching at his head. I'm going to lower my spear down towards your neck. Maybe you should fucking come clean then before we move on. Otherwise, maybe I leave you in your god's lake. The tusk. I owe Amar a debt. I'm here for the tusk as much as anything. Very well. So long as we're, we remain on the same path, I see no reason to tarry here any longer. Sandigar looks at Kila down the length of this sh- spear. Do you agree? Can't exactly say I want to fucking stay. Can't say I exactly trust you, though. Get up. You're going first. Ahead of my fucking spear. And if you so much... I seem like you know more than you fucking letting on. Cut your legs out from under your leg. Am I going to fuck this lake? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to walk onto it. That, that seems... <laughs> that seems firmed up for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Did, did <laughs> I love my legs turgid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. It's a flaccid lake. <laughs> lake flaccid. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Got him, folks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>